hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is That is Susan Aloysius. Uh, I just saw Roy Sexton's name. I almost said Susan Aloysius Sexton. <laughs> no. Jay Cox. Not me. And that is Joseph Bartholomew Bailey. Good one. JBB. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I am tired. Yeah. When does your show open? We start previews on Wednesday. Gross. Okay. So we're headed into tech. I have eight hours tomorrow and Sunday. That's gross. And then back to my regular job on Monday. So I took a mental health day today. Good job. Good job. I, in my email to Dila, I said, the subject line was what I have learned this month. (laughs) I said, I have learned that I am too old to do double duty like this anymore because so I'm still working, but then we're rehearsing 30 hours a week, but because it's an hour each way in the car, it's really 40 hours a week that I'm. So it's, so you're working 80 hours is what you're saying. Pretty much. And today was like, nope, I need to get my haircut. I need to go to the bank. I need to just do life things. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, also, I need to watch a couple of movies. Uh, <laughs> you did that today. So I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. And uh, yeah, so that's that. I also, you know, uh, Brandy Joe has COVID. So oh we've been um, like he just said today's I just saw him on the Zoom here for the first time since Monday. <laughs> um. So I'm just trying to be a clean teen and uh, yeah, because now they at rehearsals, they treat me like damaged goods. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Well, you're dirty. dirty But I'm a dirty whore. Yeah, you're a dirty whore. So yeah. How are you? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? it's bitter cold. Snowing. Oh, today the snow was, um, if you're not from Michigan, um, the snow we can get like it can snow all day and then just no snow on the ground mm-hmm. i mean i suppose that's anywhere that's not a michigan phenomenon or anything <laughs> um see what happens to michigan um, it's a michigan phenomenon <laughs> phenomenon um so it's not all day but then no snow on the ground which is perfectly fine with me that's fine but the wind my god just bitter betty mary <laughs> <laughs> Bitter, bear, bitter berry, Betty. <laughs> bitter Betty, Mary. Um, but I saw Wakanda Forever. Yes. On Monday. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Is, I know he's dead, but. <laughs> yes, he is. Did he, is he dead? Is there a new Black Panther? Like, what's the so, deal? So, um, not really spoilers because this is uh, assumed. Yes, he he is dead. In fact, the movie opens with them, with Shuri trying to um, save him and then their mother coming in and saying he's gone. So that's how the movie starts. Um, They made him die from the same thing Chadwick Boseman actually died from. 
Ah. So they said that T'Challa had an illness and that he didn't tell anyone until it was too late. And that's not, uh, Chadwick Boseman was getting, uh, he was going to the doctor, like he was getting treatments, but in the Wakanda world, uh, T'Challa didn't tell anyone and so he couldn't be treated. And and so um, it was very sad. It was very long. It's very long. Um, It was... Pete put it best when he said it was a very good movie. I don't think I can ever watch it again. It wasn't, they did not in any way manipulate or milk the sadness. They didn't make it sadder than it was. It truly was um, a, uh, a true depiction of grief. It was just like, you're just watching this, these people deal with their grief and so it was very interesting in that way and it was sad in that way um so there is new black panther um and iron heart basically the new iron man was introduced in this movie um and it was good uh if you this is not a movie you could watch if you don't know marvel and not because there's really anything in it that's hard it's just you would you'd be like i don't care like if you don't care about black panther or marvel in general then watching this movie would be a waste of your time and i don't know many people that go to marvel movies as like a standalone thing (laughs) but if you're one of those weirdos who do don't do that with this one because you're just not going to get it um but it it was it was good it was real good i cried a lot Mm. i just see the first one first one is better now listen this one is this one is very much and also this is the last thing the last movie or last show this movie closes uh phase four which is the trauma phase of marvel it closes this out so it very much was a button to this whole phase so um uh there they didn't even have they had a mid-credit scene but really it was just an extension of the scene that you were left with at the end um and there was no post-credit scene so they didn't tack anything else on they didn't introduce somebody else you know because quantum mania is coming out they didn't allude to that at all it was very much we're saying goodbye to this actor and we're saying goodbye to this phase of marvel and now we're done and now we're gonna move on so thank god I know you've had, you've had really, you didn't like phase four. I know we've talked about it a lot. You just didn't. You very traumatic. Good. Very traumatic. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, now, oh, go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. Isn't that the who? Quadrophenia? Quadrophenia? Uh, Quadrophenia. Quantum mania. <laughs> the who, you ass. <laughs> but I did watch, what is it called? Holy. Um, it is about Jerry Falwell and oh, it's on Hulu. I watched yeah. that. Have the you seen that? The sexy sex. No, I haven't watched sexy anything. Sex. I haven't had time, girl. Oh, I haven't had time, oh, Mary. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. It's this is what it is. And you know, this is common knowledge, but all those people that are, you know, oh <laughs> this is me having a stroke. Oh good family values and and a marriage is a man and a woman all this stuff those people are kinkier and dirtier than anybody shocking right shocking and it's just the hypocrisy is just galling 
right it's like the only difference between uh, uh us and you is that you know people with uh, that own their shit own it and have fun with it and have friends and have community and stuff and then you guys want to shit all over it and then do it behind closed doors you're just weird mm-hmm. it's just weird mm-hmm. um that's all really I've watched. I've been watching Sister Wives, which is just a train wreck and a half. Um, and Are you watching the new Criminal Minds yet? It doesn't come out until uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm hearing it's very dark. But, uh, well, I have a theory. Because Matthew Gray Goobler. I don't Perry? Know, fuck, Matthew Perry. Matthew Gray <laughs> Perry. Matthew Perry Goobler, great. Con. Um, <laughs> he people are like, oh, he's not in it, blah blah blah. But then there have been little things where they're like, why is he in this picture on Instagram? Why is he here? Why is he there? I think they might do something like they did because they rebooted uh, CSI, and I've mm-hmm. been I've watched that as well. And in the first reboot season of that, they made one of the main characters from the original the killer. Oh, smart! So smart. Um, was it Gus Grissom? No. Um, was it Georgia Fox? <laughs> no. That's all I know. Um, was it Mark Helgenberger? It wasn't Mark Helgenberger. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering if they're going to do that with this and make his character the killer. That would be interesting. Anyway, I don't know. It comes out Thanksgiving, so. Which is, you know, Thursday. Thir- fucking Thursday. So wait, you have a preview on Wednesday. Yeah. Then you're, I would assume you're off on Thanksgiving. We are, but then we have two shows on Friday. What times? Three and eight. Oh oh my. And then. Okay. It gets better. Oh God. Saturday then we have. That's facetious, I think. We have rehearsal Saturday. Wait. Wait. And then a show. Then we open. Oh, then you okay okay here's my thing mm-hmm. yeah here's i'm sure thing. it's also my thing too and, and and i get it if you're gonna throw a rehearsal in there and say oh we have time to change things improve things okay then you can technically call what you're doing before that a preview but as far as i'm fucking concerned once there's an audience you're open you're open you are open you're basic you're basic <laughs> like People have seen it. We're fucking open. Like, what do you like? What? Do you, how long is your rehearsal on Saturday? Um, I think it's at three till. I think it's like three hours. That's, that's three hours too long. You're open, but you you do two shows on Friday. You're open. That is yeah. no. I'm sorry. I know. Who? But where do I write a sternly worded letter? I gotta say this. Yeah. The rehearsals are fun. It, the drive is terrible. I hate it. Rehearsals are fun for the most part. I think we run it too much, but that's just me. Um, so hopefully no one involved in this is listens to this podcast. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and uh, I'm also getting paid for mileage, which is great. Well, all right. Um, and because the, my last paycheck, see, my, it, my day job, we used to always get paid up to the minute. So payday Friday was in that paycheck. Oh. Ever since I've been there, which has been for over over 10 years. So they've been trying to change that and put a week in the bank, as it were. So hold on. So I'm sorry. 
So you work, let's say you work nine to five on Friday. Is it assumed that you're going to work on Friday or you don't get paid till five? I don't understand this. No, it's just assumed that you will be there working through your job. Gotcha. Okay. So like my very, very first week there, I started on a Monday. I got paid that following Friday for the whole week. So okay, that's so how that's it's probably why they started that because they, okay. So, so they've been wanting to change that and have us have a week in the bank mm-hmm. just to, you know, in case something happens. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, our last pay, we only got paid for a week. And then that other week was in the bank. And so now starting the next paycheck, we'll go back to the two week getting paid for two weeks. It just will be the time period will be different than it was. But okay. so this last paycheck that we got last Friday was only for one week of work. So having this paycheck from this theater job is a blessing. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So it was a very, very long explanation yeah. of why I'm happy. Sure. Money, 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 money. Um, who is the woman in the bra behind you? Oh, that's uh, Diana Prince. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a like a comic book illustration. <laughs> it's the actual have, Wonder Woman is yes. in his home right now. And she's just standing behind me in a bra, waiting for me to get off this Zoom call. <laughs> because, I have something to tell everything. you all. <laughs> I have gone straight. <laughs> oh no, honey, you can still be gay for Oh, for sure, Mary. <laughs> for sure. Um and you're in rehearsals. How do I we am, do it? I am. How do we do it? How do we do it? We're just so funny. We're just so into beyond. Always on the go. And no <laughs> recognition. So no awards. <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? So anyway. <laughs> if only I could get a meaningless regional award. <laughs> God bless. Oh my God. It's so sweet to everyone. It's just so elated. I'm like, bless your heart. <laughs> bless your little tiny heart. Because not only that, but like 75 people have apparently won each award this year. So. Yeah. Well, I started to look at the list. And I was like, this is too long. Yeah. I, I don't. I, yeah. I stopped reading it too. I was like, wait, where's the winner? Where? Uh, okay. Whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. We're all right. Um, yeah. We are in rehearsal. Um, it's very funny. I'm very excited for it. Um, God bless Vincenzo. Yeah. Because it's a one man show and he is getting off book like a a fucking champ. He only has four pages left. Nice. Out of 32. Um, and Lord knows I could never fucking do that. So, uh, it'll be great good yeah i'm glad uh he called me a couple weeks ago he's like um how do you do this <laughs> um quick question <laughs> <laughs> um uh, how do we do this um yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to tell him because uh i because i i can't i don't memorize things as you know um it's gonna be another one i'm gonna miss opening night and it makes me so sad oh no yeah me too i'm not going <laughs> oh i refuse to go oh i don't i don't see anything people know this about me i don't see it 
<laughs> um, I'm totally available. I just won't be there. No, it's just it's cold outside. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna um so yeah, that's about it. Uh well that's that's great. We do have we got some love on Instagram this week. Two loves. Oh, we took the two. Yeah, so we have um a new listener. He is uh known as Trent Walker underscore actor. Oh. Um and he sent us a message that said, Funny is right. <laughs> Rarely do I laugh out loud, but you two are so dang funny. Aww. Love your podcast so much. Thank you for making it and for making me crack up with all the silly, clever, off the cuff things you say. Aww. So go follow Trent Walker. Give him some love. Um, and thank you, Trent. Thank you for being a fan. Um, and then we got another one um, that I think you commented on it. I did. You got that handy? I don't. Uh, I got to find it. Um, I think it was on this. No, it wasn't that. Um, here it is. Uh, this is from Kristen1878. She says this is in, in reference to the Martha Plimpton episode. Uh, she says, absolutely love this chat and adore Martha Plimpton as well. Hope you both have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And thanks, nice, Kristen. Thank you. And you as well. I want to hear all about it. I don't um, know. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Oh, God. So, so uh, okay. So we are, here's, here's, I'm just going to rant. See, you open the door. Okay. <laughs> you open the door. That's what um, we're here for. Yeah, <laughs> You open the door. So my husband, Peter, you know him. I hate it when people do that because I'm talking to you who knows Peter. And so when they're I'm, like, my husband, like, I'm sorry, who's Peter? Right. Exactly. Like, we got it. We know you're married. It's not something to like <laughs> fucking flaunt, flaunt. Flouncy, flouncy. Uh, flaunt around town. Like, oh, marriage. Oh, like, we get it. Um, but you listeners don't know who I'm talking about. Anyway, Pete, that's the husband. He has a brother and a sister, and they are married, and they have parents. But they're not married to each other. They're not married. <laughs> I just want to clarify that because that kind of what, what it sounds like. Thank you. So he has a brother and sister, and, and they are married. To each married. Other. To each other. It's that kind of a family. (laughs) 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 Their spouses have families. So they have to split their time between holidays. It's perfectly understandable. Um, But see, Peter has never had to do that. And I don't think he really um, takes... I don't think he appreciates that the way. And he can't do that because your parents are both dead. Yes, they are deader than doornails. Just they are so dead. I can yes, clarify I don't have that. family. Right. right, 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 right. No, both. He can't do that because you're orphaned. <laughs> At 42 years old, I was left an orphan. And oh, I had a brother too. Dead. dead. So uh grandmother, dead. Everybody's dead. So the moral here is that Peter married damaged goods. <laughs> went to an orphanage for adults <laughs> and said that one's that, <laughs> found you sitting there that one in the window, your 42 year old self fat and plump. bring that one home like he's somebody take me turkey. home <laughs> somebody, somebody please take me home <laughs> I don't know why that would be a thing why would an adult orphanage be a thing um, okay anyway yes sorry dead. so <laughs> 
Continue. I don't think he appreciates that my family's dead. I think he really should take that into consideration with his appreciation, right? So anyway, I appreciate it because my my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law, now, you know, they have to, oh, this Thanksgiving will be with this side, but that means that Christmas will be with the, and all this planning. And I just don't have time for that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> why did I start talking about this? Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> we host Thanksgiving every year. But this is the year where his siblings are going to their in-laws. Both of them are going to both of their. Correct. Okay. So we have the choice of have early Thanksgiving so everyone can attend. Okay. So earlier than Thursday, not like at 10 a.m. on Thursday. (laughs) Oh, no. We would have 10 a.m. Thursday. We will have have a a, uh, turkey uh, quiche. (laughs) We would have a turkey omelet and then send everyone on there. And then GTFO. <laughs> Everybody else? Oh, I got to tell you that story. Hold on, hold on. So um, it was decided I wanted to do the early Sunday thing because I wanted all the family. And then Peter said, well, then on Thanksgiving, we would have to have my dad and his um, girlfriend over. And I was like, no, no, I'm not doing two. Now, keep in mind, when I say I'm not doing two, I don't do fuck all for Thanksgiving because Pete cooks, so I really shouldn't have any say in it. But that's peopling. That's a lot of peopling, and I didn't want to do that. Um, But Pete went out, so uh, it's just going to be the four of us, the five of us. I have a kid. Um, The five of us on Thanksgiving. But what I wanted to go back to is we had the family over for Lily's uh, birthday. And let me tell you something. That that was... uh, it was a treat. We were all on our last nerves. Oh. We were all at the end of our ropes. And uh, at one point, I yelled from my kitchen, everyone get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> it's a new world we're living in. It really is. Because, you know, with family, no matter how much you love them, especially if they're in-laws or maybe blood relatives that maybe you're not that close to, what have you, you know, you put on a sort of... um a mask it doesn't matter how close you are you just you put on you don't talk to them the way maybe you would talk to your spouse or your children or something you you have a little you have a layer of um civility civility there and that is gone that is just it's out the window we don't deal with it anymore i think we all yelled at different people at different times during this get together um and in a way it was sort of refreshing, but also it was a lot of peopling. You have to remember, too, that my sister-in-law has three boys. Ooh. And then my brother-in-law has a little boy. Uh, his older, my older nephew was with his mother. So it, it was, a, and then uh, my kid. And so there was just a lot of children, a lot of children. A lot of children. And um, so, yeah, so I'm glad I could get that off my chest. I have no idea why I started talking about it. Oh, what am I doing? What are you doing? What are you doing for Thanksgiving? I have no idea. We have not even begun to talk about it, so I have no idea. You should come to our house because we'll only have two people. Just two people. You and Pete and Lily are going to go. You're going to leave. <laughs> just be... We're going to cook them food. We. <laughs> Pete's going to cook them food. They're going to come over, and we're going to go to a movie. And they're going to eat our food in our house without us. <laughs> Maybe we'll go to the movies. That actually sounds That's what I, I was like, nice come and relaxing. on. Let's do this. And he wasn't going for it. So. That's fine. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll advocate for that. It won't take much, I think, to sway him to that camp. Yeah, because, you know, even when I um, 
you know, even when my family was alive, uh, <laughs> we weren't, we were the kind of people that, yes, we all sat at the table for Thanksgiving and we ate, but I can only remember, I think one Thanksgiving, because the only extended family I had was my mother's sister. And so my aunt, my uncle, and my two cousins. And I only remember one Thanksgiving when they came over. And that happened to be my 12th year uh, when I started my period on Thanksgiving Day. Ah, uh, yes. I've told that story. And so that was the only time I remember them being over. So even when my parents were like, we just weren't big. Like we did the traditional thing between the four of us. But we didn't have extended family over. And then like once we were done eating, we it just became a regular day again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with Christmas. Like, get up, open your presents. It's festive. It's great. And now it's a regular day. Like, so, um, even after 15, oh, and Thanksgiving will be our 15th wedding anniversary. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Glass Onion is playing on Thanksgiving. See, this is what I'm saying. So, what's the Fablemans? This oh. is what I'm And Joe just texted me and said, the Fablemans and Knives Out. See? Go to it. We could even do both. You could make a whole day. Whole day. You could, uh, don't they have like a breakfast where they serve you breakfast? Where they serve you turkey omelets? Yes. Oh, you know what? I'm supposed to to work that. I actually have to go make the turkey omelets. (laughs) And then say, get the fuck out. Go watch your fucking movie. Time to make the turkey omelets. Um, Oh, they, no, they, looks like they're not open until afternoon. Oh, well, all right. Well, they can just eat some shit then, huh? <laughs> some Thanksgiving shit. How <laughs> dare they not come in early on Thanksgiving? Those fuckers. Anywho. Anyway. So those are our Thanksgiving plans. All right. All right. Shall we get to it? Yeah. Yeah. So we're not doing a lady this week. I mean, that sounded like it could have been taken a different way we're not neither one of us are doing ladies this week <laughs> not featuring a specific lady this week um i was if you missed the last episode i was inspired um by a book that i, I was gonna say read but technically i did listen to it um called best movie year ever with all of the periods after each word um and it is uh, by brian rafferty and the subtitle is how 1999 blew up the big screen um and so i was just thinking a lot about 1999 and so i suggested that we just take a look at 1999 yeah and then i suggested to joe that we do a whole other podcast where we pick a year and then do our favorite movie from that year and he seemed to think we didn't have time which he's only working <laughs> 80 hours a week right now so there's <clears throat> but we could also do that here so maybe like or some we should discuss do we add a third no we don't do two a week we only do one a week so we wouldn't be adding a third do we do it in place of Anyway, this is not the time to talk about it. Let's get to 1999. 1999. How was, what was going on with you in 1999? Not, oh God. Oh, I was in college. Okay. I was at Wayne State University. What year were you in? I was in my, uh, uh, my senior year. Where were you living? I was living with my best friend at the time, uh, Sheva, and I was living in Ferndale. Oh, 
in a house, in, in an apartment, home. a flat? In her home. Oh. With her husband, because she was already married, because she was big time. What was her name? Sheva. Sheva? Sheva. Spell it. Sheva. Oh, don't oh, Sheva. Because I always spelled it wrong. S-A-T-H-A. Sheva. No. S-H-A-T-H-A. I could look it up on Facebook, okay. but I'm too uh, lazy. Chaldean. It is a Chaldean name. Okay. Are you still in touch with her? Um, yes, she is in. Oh, you know what? She's back in Michigan. Um, on the Facebooks, not really, you know, tight. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah. No falling out or anything. Just you know, life. Still love her dearly, but yeah. Were so, yeah, you? I was living there. Working. I was. Gosh, where was I working? I was working at. The mm, where was I working? Build a bear. No. Yes. No. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Side note: I want to go to Build a Bear sometime. It's not as great as it used to be. Oh, it used no. to be a thing. Oh, I've it used to be never a thing. been. Oh, just so intrigued by the whole thing. It used to be just so delightful, and now it's it's a shell. If you know Build-A-Bear, that's funny to you. Of its former self. Mm. Um, no, I wasn't working at Build-A-Bear. I'm a liar. I was working at um, Warner Brothers Studio Store. Ah, at Oklahoma? Somerset Collection. Oh, you were at the collection. I was at the collection, girl. Fancy, Mary. <laughs> Mary. Um, no, because Oakland was Oklahoma was not fancy enough to have a Warner Brothers Studio Store. Mm. I was not here then. So, yeah, I was not. I'm not up on. Yeah, it had a Disney store, not a Warner Brothers store. What were and, you doing uh, in what? 1999? What were you doing in 1999? Well, uh, it was a year of movement for me. I started the year I was living in New York, and then I decided to leave um, and move back to L.A. But that summer, I had the opportunity to go to Boston and do Ten Naked Men. The play, not to Naked Man. <laughs> um, and so that was really my first time going out sort of on the road to do that sort of thing. So, and my friend Adam was also going. So that was fun. We worked with a couple of porn stars, which I didn't oh. really know their work, but it was still kind of exciting to be, be like. They were in the show. So this wasn't when you were yes. doing porn. No, no, that was just the one time. Oh, it was just a one time. I thought it was a, like a little career for a couple months. Oh gosh, no, it was one, one film. film. Uh, one he weekend. Was the, he was the boom guy, you guys. He wasn't in it. Get your minds out of the gun. No, I was the I was the grip. grip whatever. I did the lights. I had no fucking idea what the I fuck I was know. doing. I just set lights up and then watched people fuck all oh, day long. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Um, and so then I went to Boston into that. I was in Boston for a couple of months and it was the, uh, that was when John F. Kennedy Jr.'s plane went down. Uh, he was found um, on my birthday. Oh, really? Yes. Um, so yeah, I was in Boston for that. And then I came back here, uh, on my way back to LA and then I was in LA. Um, and I think I got back to LA in September and then we had that Y2K business. 
Oh my God. Yes. Oh, yes, because I was at the Warner Brothers Studio store and I was in charge of the back room. And I was in the back room. It was uh December 31st, 1999. And I was in the back room and I was putting away stuck. And I forgot what radio station it was, but they were playing It's the End of the World as We Know It by REM. And that's all they played all day. Oh my God. That was crazy. I. When I moved back to LA that fall, I w- I went back to work at Borders Bookstore, mm-hmm. uh, um, and so there were so many Y2K books that were out at that time of the year, and I didn't really, I wasn't really worried about it. But on December thirty first, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, what if?" So I did get some cash out of the ATM that day. Okay, and I did fill my bathtub up with water. <laughs> Just to be sure. Why were you told to do that? Because oh, as, if because the grid went down, you would have water. I'm exactly. imagining you getting in it, and I was like, "Were we told to <laughs> marinate ourselves? I don't understand." Yes, makes just the so meat I would be ready. Alien overlords. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I gotcha. I'm with you now. <laughs> Little did we know that the everything- that the grid would go down. How many years later? When did that happen? That blackout? Yeah. That was 2003. Three, just three years later. It was just three years late. Yeah. Uh, did you go to the movies a lot then? Like no, you do I now? Did, I didn't have time. I did not have time. Um, yeah, I didn't really. I went to some movies in high school with friends. I don't remember really going in college. I didn't have time. And then I didn't really start going to the movies again until Peter. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I went a lot, a lot. I went more, much more then than I do now. But especially that when I was in Boston that summer, because once the show opened, we just did night performances. So my days were all... Free. So I saw like everything that summer. And that was also the summer of the South Park movie, which was like the last thing on my list because I was like, I was such a snob about South Park. And that's a, that's a funny thing to be a snob about. Well, but I didn't hear his said. Uh, that's a funny thing to be a snob about. Oh, I know. And I was just like, oh my God, it's like so juvenile humor. And so then the movie came out and everyone was like, oh my God, it's so good. I'm like, um, sure, Jam. And then I literally <laughs> okay, had nothing Aaron. else to see. Um, and so I went to see it and it is such a fucking brilliant movie. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. That book, I think I may have said that on here before, um, that fewer than a half a dozen movies that were released that year were sequels, which is so interesting to me. Okay. Just because it seems like everything now is a sequel or a reboot or a correct this or a that. Um, but yeah, it was the year of the Matrix and Blair Witch and the Sixth Sense. Blair Witch. I remember going to Blair Witch and um, I went to see it and with uh, employees from Warner Brothers Studio Store and my friend Stephanie. Uh, we had gone to Coney Island beforehand and she had had chili cheese fries. And the, uh, yeah, the, uh, camera work made 
next to her. Uh, oh, did she throw up in the theater? Yes, she did, and it was packed. It was sold out. Uh, oh my god! Then I went camping the next day. Oh, see no. And then I was camping for like four days, and then when I came home, our power was out. So oh I lived in utter nightmare for like a week and a half. Oh. Yeah, that movie scared me. I was very scared by that film. And I saw it early enough that it was still that, like, is this real? Is this, like, is this a real thing? I think I did, too, yeah. We weren't sure if it was. And the other thing that's so amazing to me, um, The Sixth Sense was in theaters for nine months. That is crazy. Isn't it? So crazy. It's just so different. Just 20 years ago. 20 plus, but now it's like it opens in the movie and the next week you can watch it on your TV. Yeah. It's crazy. So crazy. Um, did you see the sixth sense? Oh yes, I did. I saw that in the theater, Mary. So good. Oh, I love that movie. And where you were shocked by the ending of it. I was me too. And I love that moment of like shock Mm -hmm. when something happens that, because that movie is so brilliant. It really is. And how they set it up. The others was also like that for me, where I was yes! so oh! shocked by that. Yes. And it, oh, and it's heartbreaking because you're like, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. That movie is also so good. And then there's The Village. Oh, oh my God. So terrible. So I was like, is that a porcupine outfit that that man has? So so bad Ah. he just has not he just has not m night shamalama ding dong just has not um six cents village i was gonna say something but no i can't no 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 i don't remember what it was going to be but yeah so it's just um was interesting. So we decided just to pick a, a movie each that was released in 1999 uh, that featured a funny lady or two. And so I decided to choose, but I'm a cheerleader. Sure. Um, which you had not seen, correct? I had not seen it, correct. Um, and you liked this movie. It was fun. It yeah. was fun. It was cute. It was, it was John Watersy a little bit. Very much so. Yeah, definitely feel his influence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was a little concerned because when I was looking at stuff today, it wasn't released wide until 2000. <gasps> no, um, so you broke rules. I didn't, technically. Because okay. everywhere I saw said that it says it's 1999, but the release date is 2000. But it was... Um, Part it was unveiled, if you will, at the Toronto Film Festival in September of 1999. Yeah, and I just looked up uh, 1999 movies, and it's in there, so that's good enough for me. Yeah, um, directed by Jamie Babbitt, uh, starring Natasha Lyonne, Clea Duvall. Um, if you don't know this movie, I wouldn't really recommend it. Um, but it's about Natasha Lyonne plays this cheerleader. Whose parents, um, who are played by Mink Stoll and Bud Court, are convinced that she's a lesbian. So they form this intervention and ship her off to this gay conversion camp. Um, led by RuPaul. <laughs> yes, that's led by 
uh, RuPaul, who was a former gay. <laughs> um, but it's fun. There she uh, meets Cleetaval, who is uh, vowed to not change her ways. Um, and they sort of uh, fall in love. Uh, what? <laughs> the thing that killed me about this movie is it's this conversion therapy, you know, because homosexuality is just terrible. It's just bad. But all of their things were so inappropriate. Like, let's simulate sex. <laughs> let's simulate straight sex. Let's do it. It's just like, yeah. what's happening? Put on bodysuits with leaves on them. <laughs> It's so gross. Eddie Cibrian was in that. Holy mackerel. I got to say this. Eddie Cibrian, 1999, Eddie Cibrian, Mama God. Mia. Mama Mia 2. Here we go again. That's a spicy meatball. That's a- <laughs> Eddie Cibrian, 2022. Not so much. Still, I still I'm would have to say to Leanne Rhymes, I would say, you go, girl. Oh, you know what? I'm getting Eddie Cibrian and... um. Steve oh, Buscemi. Shit. Yep, getting those two mixed up. I always, they I always have parallel do it. careers and looks. No, <laughs> oh fuck, the, the, Tori Spelling, the one who's married to Tori Spelling. She looks weird. Yeah, well, she said too much work time, and she's not old enough. Yeah, well, is she still married to him? I don't know. Or did they get a divorce? Who knows? Um, they either got a divorce or had another. Oh, I, I don't know. Oh, Dean McDermott. Sure. She was married to Dean. Mm. Not Dean McDermott. No. Yes. Well, um, mm. come on. Uh, and now she's married to Charlie Shanian. Wait, what? Or that was her first husband. Oh, yes, God. that was her first husband. Now she's married to Dean McDermott. People come to us for the hard hitting facts. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is where you get all your news, people. <laughs> um,. No, Eddie Cibrian's still hot. He is still hot. Yeah, he is a very handsome fellow. And also, yeah. mm-hmm. I've always had such a soft spot for that Kip Pardue. Which one was he? He was the blonde uh, kid in the male side of the camp. Sure, like sure, the sure. only white one. Okay, gotcha. Who got gotcha, put in gotcha. the doghouse. Right. Right, 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 right. Um, He's, yeah. He's just a very '90s fixture. Um. Yes. This the the <laughs> the things that they do to make these kids quote unquote straight are just so inappropriate. I mean, it goes back to that um uh the thing where you know the conservatives are the funkiest of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And if they just admitted it to everybody, it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. And it just that it's the actual camp itself is the rooms are all sort of very monochromatic and why is everything covered with plastic i don't know just cleanliness is what i'm assuming well here's the thing if everything is covered with that much plastic that to me is inviting sexual activity (laughs) that's true i didn't think about that but yeah wipe down why are you making it so easy if we're not supposed to do anything oh and that's the other thing so you don't want them to be lesbians let's put all the girls together yeah. <laughs> let's do that. And let's put them in tiny little pink 90s. <laughs> and then see what. Ha- oh, you know what else, uh, else surprised me about this? I did not know that Melanie Linsky was in this. And she's just cute as a little fucking button with her little Australian, no, New I Zealand know. accent. Speaking in her native tongue. Oh, 
so cute and she sounds so cute that accent is just adorable and she's just adorable um so i didn't know she was in it and who somebody else somebody else and i've forgotten who julie delpy shows up for a second yes she's um, the lipstick lesbian is what her uh, character name is. <laughs> um, but it's fun. I have always adored Clea Duval. Yes. Um, I was behind her one time at Starbucks when I lived in LA. And I and had a private fangirl moment. Hmm? Do, you, do you know what she ordered? I don't. She, um, and I knew it was her because I was waiting for my drink and she was waiting for her drink. And the um, woman mispronounced her name. And then she said, oh, it's Clea. And then I was like, did she seem nice? She did. Yeah. She wasn't like, it's Clea, Mary. Yeah, you come. Mary. That's how I knew she was. Mary. I mean, Mary. That's how I knew she was a lesbian. Yep. Because she called her Mary. Then she stormed out all gay. And then I said, wait, I like being, I like trade. And she looked at you like, what? It's a hate crime right now. What's happening? <laughs> and then you were like, Mary. And then you had your little gay handshake and everything was great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Mary is the code word. Instead of, it was it was before hanky code. Uh, <laughs> you just walked up to the window. And if, oh, they looked at you like, if they looked at you like you were crazy, you were like, ah, straight. They were straight. <laughs> Good to know. Duly noted. <laughs> Duly noted, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. My movie. Oh, wait, hang on one second. Oh, I just want to say one more thing. No, I just one more and then shut up. had not any memory of uh, at all of Michelle Williams being in this movie. That's who it is. Michelle Williams. Who was That's in it for it a split second at yes. the beginning. But I like, adore her. I would think he would have mentioned this. It's Michelle Williams is in this movie. She, um, yeah, that was really because I almost picked Dick. Uh, with ah. her and Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was really, I think, the start of her. Because okay. this would have been Dawson's Creek still territory. But I just adore Michelle Williams. I mean, what's not to adore? She's amazing. Seriously. She's always just as cute as a button. Um. Okay, now can we talk about my movie? Go. God, this is a two-way street. <laughs> um, so I picked... Oh my god, the name of the movie just not never been kissed. Never been kissed with Drew Barrymore. Which I can't believe you've never seen that movie. I have never seen this movie. Full disclosure, when I picked this movie, I thought I was picking a different movie. Oh. I thought I was picking Ever After. Oh. Which is 1998. Ah. Uh. Every time someone says never been kissed, I picture the poster forever after i've never seen that movie either okay and so i was a little thrown off i was like "Ah, this doesn't seem correct um but how what you like this movie i do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't you know i didn't hate it it didn't make me it didn't anger me i'm not gonna hold it against anyone but it it, (sighs) yeah it was just kind of like huh what it's a sentimental favorite for me. For sure. And I could I, totally see that. And I could totally see loving it if I had seen it back then. Yes, absolutely. I remember distinctly seeing it at, in the movies. But I will say, watching it today, 
I felt like it was a little bit long. It was kind of long. For what it needed to do. Mm -hmm. Also, just inappropriate so many times over. I mean. That at the time was like, oh, crazy 23-year-old dating (laughs) a (laughs) 16-year-old. Everyone just goes back to high school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But still, I just, she is just perfect for it. I mean, she is. Of course, love Molly Shannon. I mean, the cast is stacked. Octavia Spencer? Yeah, for for what for whatever reason. She walked in and I was like, I'm sorry. What now? Yeah, because she has like two lines. Two lines. Did you this I took a little bit of um I didn't know how to feel about it because in a way it was kind of funny. And in a way it was like, well, okay, make fun of the fat person. Did you know when she first walks in? She has four lean cuisines for lunch. I couldn't figure out what it was. It was four lean cuisines. And I was like, mm. oh, clever. Um, Never Been Kissed, uh, obviously, was released in 1999. It was directed by Raja Gosnell, starring Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. Jessica Alba. I did not clock that either till the very end. Yep. David Arquette, Michael Vartan, Lily Sobieski, poor man's Helen Hunt, or the rich man's Helen Hunt. However you look at Helen Hunt. She sucks. Well, okay. So (laughs) I'm glad she never had a career. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That was really rude. (laughs) Fuck that bitch. I'm trying to shoot fans. Fucking hands fan. No, poor thing. I wish that she still worked. And you're lying now. Um, this was James Franco's film debut. Oh, and I wondered that too. I was like, okay, he has no lines. Yep. His film debut. That uh, is... And John C. Riley is in it. Yep. Yep. I've never seen this film. Drew uh, Barrymore uh, plays Josie, and she works at a newspaper, and she wants her big break. She's a copy editor, but she wants her big break as a reporter. So she sent ever co- undercover into a high school to get the scoop because all big newspapers want stories about high school. Right. You know. Um, Especially the Chicago Sun-Times. Right. The Chicago Sun-Times is really, really looking for that high school story. <laughs> One of the biggest papers in the country. Uh, yep. And um, basically, it's that thing where she was a nerd in high school. Now it's a do-over. That old 90s chestnut. Yep. Um, and there's the, you know, the original version of the plastics there. Um, but just, it like, the fact that she, at one point, is wearing a a wire and everyone can see what she's doing and all her cohorts at the paper are watching it. Like it's some melodrama. It was, I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird. It was just weird. And her teacher is Michael Vartan from, um, it is with Jennifer Garner alias. Um, and he's a cutie, but it's like, they're in love with each other, but that's inappropriate. And then she's going to prom with a 16 year old. That's, that's inappropriate. And it's just, it's, it's just a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things that you have to go. <laughs> it's okay. It's a movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, nineteen ninety nine. We're like, didn't think a thing about it. Nope, nineteen ninety nine. We're like, as long as you look young, baby, that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, David Arquette is in this. Yeah, who goes to prom wearing a pair of briefs? Oh, yeah. Hey, okay, so the prom theme is famous couples. So his famous couple is uh, uh, Tom Cruise. I'm going to say Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks from Ricky, Ricky Business. <laughs> from Ricky Business. 
Tom Cruise from Risky Business and uh, Rebecca DeMornay was his date. Not really, you know, yeah. her character. Anyway, so he wears a pair of underwear to prom. Yeah. And a white shirt because that, but that's not the weirdest thing that his character does. He is the brother of Josie and he too re enrolls back into high school because apparently in this high school, anyone can go. Yep. You just, just show in. up. You just show up. Hey, you go I to need class. to take some classes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a bored housewife and I want to learn trigonometry. So and I, I am. am going- 16 so let me in and i look 16 i am a 42 year old orphan i have nothing to do and the home sent me here to take a ceramics class so let me in it is totally appropriate for me to fuck my teacher because i am 42 uh, so it's just weird are you okay what's yeah happening? i was just laughing too hard um Yes, I did love Molly Shannon as the company whore. Yes, I uh, did like that because I thought that was sort of a sort of against type. Yeah, not really, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's usually the funny, and she was the hot whore. Yeah, and I love Molly Shannon. <laughs> Sleeps with everybody. I love when she was teaching the sex class. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to go back to something. I have to go back to your movie. It's the only note I wrote down. And it says Chris Pine's dad. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Chris Pine's dad plays uh, Clea Duvall's dad yep. in this movie. The asshole. And if you don't know who Chris Pine's dad is, for those that are our age or older, um, he was the uh, captain on Chips. On that 80s TV show. Chips. Chips. Yes. Anyway. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. Um also, uh, while we're speaking about uh, famous people in small roles, uh, Marissa Jarrett Winoker in yes! shows up at, like three quarters of the way through one scene. I thought you were going to say Marissa Tomei, and I was like, hold on. Marissa Tomei, that. isn't it? <laughs> Wait, let's just start naming people <laughs> and have people watch going, that per- what are you talking about? Rita Wilson uh, <laughs> Rita is Wilson? in this movie, plays uh- <laughs> her best friend in high school. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> Clint Eastwood. It's real weird. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy, Any, none of that is true. Um, so yeah, it was cute. I think partially because I thought I was going in watching Ever After, and then I was like, "Oh, this is not the movie I thought it was." Um, we still have not done colored. Drew Barrymore uh, proper, so we have not. We have not. Nope. Oh, well, sir, so we're going to have to. Putting that out there. All right. Well, we're going to have to. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I wish that this movie was like 15 to 20 minutes shorter. Sure, sure, sure. Um, does this is real weird. That's what weird. is the, the ending? ending? Yeah. Why? Listen, I'm going to spoil it. It's a movie from 1999. So yeah, you should have seen it by now. You should have seen it by now. I mean, I hadn't, but that's right. Know, but whatever. you should have. But you should have. <laughs> you uncultured swine. Um. So, uh, she writes the article. Oh, oh! This is the other thing. Her stories about high school keep getting scooped by other big papers. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and it was the Tribune, which is the other big paper in Chicago, and his story about where the cool kids hang out. Hang out. Okay. The court. Which is yeah. basically the 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 um the oh my god 
oh what is it called and buffy the vampire slayer the club they always go to people are yelling at their phones right now doesn't matter. i can't help you out i know um it's basically a version of that but yeah the stories keep getting scooped but anyway she finally writes a story and basically the whole story is high school is the same as it ever was no shit first of all not you know newsworthy but then the whole other half of the article is i fell in love with my teacher but it's okay because we're the same age so if he feels the same way i'm gonna be at this baseball game standing <laughs> on the pitcher's mound for five whole minutes before yeah, for the only game. five minutes you have five but, minutes but but only five, five minutes to just stand there in front of a crowd. That's a long time. It is a five long time long to just stand there and not know what's going to happen. So if you feel the same way about me, and I'm assuming you're going to read this article, you are going to come and you're going to give me my first. I've never been kissed at 25 and I want you to come kiss me. And then he doesn't show up, but then he does. And he's late and he kisses her in front of all these people. And it's just like, what? what? And oh, where was he moving to? He was moving. Yeah, they never. Uh, they, they never, never say. Said. Is he going no. back to his girlfriend? Yeah, never said. They never say. No. Qu- I have questions. Never been kissed. I would I have ass- questions. I would assume probably not, but that could be a whole other movie. I don't or know. Did, or did he get fired for having feelings for a presumed student? Or did he quit because he was so disgusted by the whole thing? Or, right. Or did he quit because he was like, I'm a pervert and I shouldn't be around <laughs> children. I need to get into counseling. <laughs> I need to get to therapy too sweet. <laughs> I have a problem. I have some trivia. Um, this was Drew Barrymore's first film for her own production company, Flower Films. Hmm. Um, when Gary Marshall's character is speaking to his employees at the Chicago Sun the Chicago Sun Times. Come on, give me a break. Boardroom, he says, I don't even know my own kids. His real life daughter, Kathleen Marshall, is sitting to the right of him uh, as he's speaking. Isn't that cute? It's James Franco's uh, film debut. Lily Sobieski was originally offered the role of Kristen, but she opted to play the role of Aldous instead, finding the character interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I found interesting because apparently it happens in real life. Josie's assignment also resembles the experience of Cameron Crowe, who went back to his old high school at 21 and wrote a novel and screenplay based on his experience there, which eventually became a movie, Fast Times, at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's such a great movie. I, could we go back to our high school? I kind of have, sort of. But I don't play a student. <laughs> but I think maybe I could pull it off. People say I don't look my age. Did you enjoy your high school years? Um, um, gosh, I, they were not, they were not traumatizing. They were not that old movie trope of, you know, oh my God, it's so traumatizing. Everybody made fun of me. I had fun. I was involved in lots of things. Um, looking back. I didn't like who I was, but that's okay because I was a kid. So that's okay. Um, I wouldn't go back. I also won't pay $75 to go to a class reunion because I didn't like you in high school. I'm not going to pay to see you now. <laughs> um, it was okay. I-, I had fun while I was there, but I also, um, you know, it, being a teenager fucking sucks. And it's hard. 
you had fun. You liked high school. I did. I did. Ha- I did. Yeah, I had a good time. Um. Yeah, I think I had a good time. I think my problems in high school didn't really have to do with high school. I was just depressed and didn't realize it. Mm, yeah. So. Do it. So yeah, it wasn't that cliche like. I was so ugly and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't like that. I was real cute. I didn't know it then, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was real cute. Um, I was in the marching band, you know, stuff. I was a real geek. Uh, but I also smoked. In high school? Yeah, honey. A yes, Mary. Yes, Mary. <laughs> and we had to go across the street. So there would be line just the across the street sidewalk would just be with all of us smokers. It's so great. That's a, similar to my high school, except you went to the back of the school. I didn't smoke, but you either went to the back of the school to smoke or you just smoked in the bathrooms. See, we never did that. I see that in movies all the time too. And I'm like, people can smell that. That's not being masked by anything. <laughs> no, it, and it happened. Again, no, no one did that in our school. We all went across the street, which in hindsight was very rude. And if I lived I would be like, God damn it, these fucking teenagers in front of my house smoking. There's going to be all these cigarette butts. Like, I yeah. would be, and no one ever yelled at us. They were probably all at work, though. Uh, yeah, probably. Right. Um, They probably had no idea. And then they would come home and be like, God damn it. <laughs> Those smokers have been here again. And it's not just one person. There's all these different brands. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was, I was an onion. I was complicated. <laughs> I was also an asshole. Not to, I don't think I was an asshole to other people. I was just an asshole. Does that make sense? Like I wasn't mean. I was just kind of, I was just, I was a teenager. I was weird. It happens. You know, but it's okay. I was a kid. Yeah. Just trying to figure it out. I was just trying to figure it all out. You guys. That's what it's all about, man. And I wasn't even an orphan yet. <laughs> I had both of my parents. Alive. You were still a whole person. I was still <laughs> until they were ripped away from me <laughs> unceremoniously. <laughs> um. So yeah. So yeah. Well, how was did BJP like high school? Do we know? I believe that he did. I don't know if he's listening, but probably not. I think that he also flourished. He did. His, yes. Yes. With four S's. Okay. Well, fuck you both. Listen. <laughs> I, I will say this. I, the only reason I didn't drop out of school was because of theater, band, and choir. Mm-hmm. Had I, I mean, not had those things, thing, but... I would have dropped out. I really did not like the school portion. Um, I had some pretty horrible teachers. Um, and yeah. So thanks to the arts, I stayed in school for what it was worth. Yeah, I'm sure I've probably told this story before, but we had uh, one teacher in particular who just was really life changing for me. Mm-hmm. And the year after I graduated, took us to she had a condo in Florida. Me and my friend, uh, well Gretchen, who was still in high school, um, drove down with her to her condo for a week in Florida. That's not weird. But like, I know isn't it? Like, it totally wasn't. But like, I tell people that now, and they're like, "That's <laughs> yeah, like." That. Would That's never happen nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but she was really like one of those, one of those, you know, Hillary Swank type of teachers. Sure. 
Robin <laughs> Williams. Hillary Clinton, and I don't know. She was one of those Hillary Clinton you know, kind of when teachers. I think of teachers, I think Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hillary Swank. I wonder how her twins are doing. Oh, she's too old. <laughs> well, take her on the bar and shoot her. She needs to go look at the rabbits, Hillary. You fucking decrepit bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was one other thing. Uh, it was in Never Been Kissed. The teacher uh, who was like, oh, I didn't bring my hot flash medication today. Do you remember her? She was the Spanish yes. teacher. Yes. And I looked it up and she was in her like mid 30s when she made this so of, of course yeah oh my of, god of she's so fucking old she's gotta be having hot flashes by now I tell you something that people won't tell you i don't know how what our younger youngest viewer is but let me tell you something uh no doesn't start that early it starts right and it takes its fucking time <laughs> you because you start to get it and you're like here it is yes the nightmare will end no it's just a different nightmare <laughs> that lasts longer than puberty <laughs> So, early onset early onset menopause i don't know if it's early i'm i'm old um i'm not old i need to stop saying that i've told no. you we have to stop saying that we're not um so anyway i liked this little experiment i'd like to do it more we'll have to see how we work it into the rotation yeah just keep keep mixing it up keep the people let's on their toes Let, like let's let's do a lady then a we and then yeah. a lady and then a movie yeah one we'll see that's right mary that's right mary <laughs> 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 so next week we're back to a we because i have tech week sure sure sure, and sure thanksgiving sure. so we we're gonna do um my good friend Fortune Feimster has a new Netflix special called Good Fortune. Nice. So we're going to do that because I adore her. Okay. And when you say good friend, you mean metaphorically? Metaphorically. Okay. Because with you, well, no, don't know her. It could be just love her. I mean, you're very close with Clea Duvall. (laughs) Yep. I was about this close to her. Um, but yeah, so we'll do fortune next week. Good All fortune. Right. All right. Fun times. Good times. <gasps> Wait. Oh, I want to read it. Save it for me when you're done I with it. I will save it for you. It's my copy of People Magazine. Sexiest, Sexiest man, alive. man Alive. He has a girlfriend. What? Oh, whatever. He's dead. I know. My toxic trait is being sad that he has a girlfriend because that's the only thing keeping us apart. <laughs> Not my husband <laughs> oh you're married <laughs> not not my marriage or the fact that i will never meet him or the fact that he would never be attracted to me it's that pesky girlfriend that keeps us oh, apart that uh, always in the way <laughs> if only she went around me and christopher jamal evans would be together oh god um it's his, Even Pete said, I, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. I was like, I know you wouldn't. Baby. Is his middle name Jamal? It is oh. not. It's a joke in the African-American community because he is so non-racist, essentially. Uh, okay. Well, good for him. <laughs> well, good for you not being racist. <laughs> Look at you. Good on you. a horrible person. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Listen, <laughs> I, I just don't know. Um. All right. Well, I guess, you know, we'll see now. At um, three, five, three, five, uh, 
threefunnyladies at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on Instagram. Uh, we're at three funny ladies podcast. And also you can slide into those D those DMS like uh, Trent Walker underscore actor did, or you could even leave us a, con- a, a contact, leave us a comment like Kristen 1878 did. We would love to you hear might. from y'alls. Um, but yeah, until then, um, let's see, this drops Monday, so I'm not going to say happy Thanksgiving because it won't have happened yet. Okay. But by the um, time we drop again, Thanksgiving will be over. It will be over. Right. So have a good Thanksgiving. So have a good Thanksgiving <laughs> colonizer. Yeah. Um, oh God, I'm not Native American anymore. Oh God. Oh. What cross am I going to die on now? God damn it. <laughs> you know, that was the, the brother. No big deal. Finding out I wasn't Native American. That's that was the real killer. That's done. 53% English. As a real nut cruncher. That really was. Uh, but it explains my uh, obsession with uh, British gentlemen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because they're from my homeland. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me and you think there is one British dame. There's one British bitch. <laughs> Mary. Hey, Mary. <laughs> We're not going to wear that out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, have a happy Thanksgiving and yeah. um, we'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.